welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham and the Monday Night Fan Zone. Uh, things are looking up seven points out of nine after our top, top player leaves. Uh, everyone's loving Ange, even Bobby Williams, who's a Port Vale <laughs> fan. A uh, big shout out to uh, James Black and the, uh, you might know as the voice of Spurs for that, the, the, the imagining of the Angels song. Uh, but there's a feel good factor at Spurs again. Uh, <laughs> taking three games, uh, but joined by Brad and Mark. How you doing, guys? Good, good, thanks. Enjoying the uh, long weekend. Yeah, and uh, Brad, as you know, has got a channel. Uh, that's in the description, uh, but it'll let you know where you find that at the end. Uh, we'll find out for Mark if his channel is still going, but uh, <laughs> speaking for Mac, I'm, I, I don't think it is. Uh, but you can still see old content on their Raw Emotion podcast. Uh, Eugene in the chat. How you doing, Eugene? Eugene. Uh, big up, everyone. Uh, big up yourself. Please get your comments in. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Very interested to know your thoughts about the Bournemouth game, back with Charleston, about the defenders, transfers coming in, big news at the moment, breaking news just before we went on air. Brennan Johnson is the potential incoming. So really keen to get your thoughts on that in the chat. We'll be talking about all that and much, much more. Uh, So here we go. Uh, Brad, apart from a 10-minute period at the start of the second half, I thought it was one of the most routine, comfortable wins uh, I think I've seen. Uh, my only issue is that we're deciding uh, seemingly to try and score the perfect goal rather than just put the ball in the net when we have the chance. But as far as wins go, I, I, we, I'm not sure we really got to second gear in that. And that's good. Well, I mean, you, you're expecting a difficult game at Brentford. Uh, Man United at home is going to be a difficult game. We got the point at Brentford. We beat Man United. But with no disrespect to Bournemouth, you're going there expecting to win. Uh, I certainly was. And when I'm confident, that worries me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you're right. It was a, a pretty routine. There were a couple of moments, as you say, uh, when Bournemouth were getting back into it. But then Ange made the changes. Uh, that, that, we'll that, talk about that because that, yeah. that, that was that was key in the game and, mm. and potentially shows that we have a bit of strength in depth that we maybe didn't think we had. But... Uh, yeah, I, I get your point about trying to score the perfect goal. There was a couple of times where I, I thought we should have shot, uh, but we kept kept on passing it. But uh, consider it's only our third game, and 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 they seem to be. I mean, obviously, Ange keeps on saying that it's it's when they start doing things rather than him telling them to do things, and it's all it's that muscle, mental muscle memory that you're doing stuff. You're going into the positions because without thinking, you're not thinking, oh, "I've got to be there now." You're doing it without thinking, and. We seem to be adapting to his way pretty quickly, a lot quicker than I thought we would. And the thing that worried me before the season started defence, I think we defend him pretty well. Uh, hmm. Yeah, oh, we we let's 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 be careful here. We haven't <laughs> uh, we haven't faced any really tough opposition, uh, certainly away from home, where like teams like Man City that could hurt us uh, attacking teams. Uh, these but, games but, at last season, we were struggling to get any mm. points in, weren't we? In seven out of nine in these ones so far, when we struggled last season. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we got the win at, at, at Bournemouth last season, but it, it was a right old slog oh, to get God, that one yeah. rather yeah. than a comfortable win uh, yes, uh, Saturday. We're, we're, we're playing well, and they seem to be enjoying their football, their smiles. You know, it's, 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 it's yeah, I'm, I'm well pleased. I'm well pleased. Yeah, yeah, we've got to be careful. We can't get too carried away, but... It's a good start, put it that way. Yeah, a couple in the chat, Mark Cousins. Uh, big up Chris, Brad, yeah, yeah, Mark. Man. We've got our Tottenham back mm. at last. And Bobby Kay, 
big up guys sorry mm-hmm. just quick pop in to say hi and hit that like button thanks yeah. very much bobby k really appreciate it and yourself mark as well and eugene keep the comments coming in what you thought of the Bournemouth game and everything that's been happening at Spurs. Uh, but Mark, uh, I, I can't remember Vicario making a save apart from a really long range effort, which if he concedes that, then <laughs> there's a lot of questions to be asked. Uh, made it look fairly easy, which you'd expect from that range. But I can't really remember them causing us too many problems apart from that 10 minutes in the second half. But I don't really think they had too many chances. Uh, no, I that. think... I think like Brad said, I, I was expecting um I was definitely expecting them to score. And all the you know, we kept two clean sheets in a row. And I think everyone, you know, even the Celtic fans saying, you know, he has a rocky start at the beginning. Um and it's sort of gung ho football. I was expecting some high scoring games. Um, what do we have? Was it three two the back end of last season against Bournemouth? I was there when they <laughs> that was just that was just painful to be honest, wasn't it? Dan Juma scores in like the ninety second minute, and then they go up the other end. I just yeah, <laughs> I, I find it amazing the, the turnaround. I mean, I don't even think it is down to Brian. Yeah, Brian. But I don't know how much of it is him just saying. Oh, just go and play football. There's no pressure. With under Conte, it was everything was structured. You must be here when this yeah. happens. You must. I think he sort of said, "Look, forget about that. Go and play football." Uh, a bit like Harry Redknapp. Go, just go out and play, play boys. You know. <laughs> Obviously, there's a bit of structure to it, mm. uh, and he takes massive, massive credit. But I think it's only going to get better. Um, there are still going to be some rocky periods. Like, let's not kid ourselves. We've been here before. Um, beginning of seasons. There's, this is a long old season. There's going to be some rocky times, but we've just got to get behind the team. And if they keep playing like this, it's what we've all wanted, isn't it? So after years of watching turgid rubbish, um, whether that got us into the Champions League, which it did at times, and I, I was part of it. I wanted it. I was delighted when Conte came in. I thought this mm. was the best move. Hindsight's a great thing. Um but this this is what we need. This is Tottenham, isn't it? This is this is this is in our this is our DNA, which Levy talked about, and then goes and hires Nuno and Conte uh, <laughs> after <laughs> saying that. This is I mean, our DNA, you know. I mean, Conte was a ridiculous appointment. There's no doubt that Conte is a world class manager. You don't get that CV without being a world class manager. But he's a world class manager when he gets the players he wants because then he can implement his style. We, we go and get him in, don't give him the players he wants, gives him a dodgy defence, which he has to then yeah. think think about when he's attacking, can't go as attacking as he wants. So it was a terrible fit because mm. the, the powers that be weren't going to give him what he wanted. Whereas Anne seems to be, yeah, all right. I'll, we've, we've all seen his interviews. doesn't seem to be anything gets him down. Just, all right, yeah, just give me the information and I'll sort it out. Mm-hmm. Uh which obviously works for Levy because he doesn't have to do a huge amount with him. But I, I think, Mark, uh, like you said, the players look like they're enjoying their football. But when you're playing negative football, unless you're winning, the players aren't going to be happy with that. If you're playing attacking football, fortune favours the brave. You're trying to make positive, positive, positive changes during the game. I think they're going to enjoy that. And then they're going to know that they're not going to be told off if they put a foot mm. wrong. Well, I think with yeah. Conte, you know, the little Napoleon on the sideline, jumping up and down and, you know, ranting and raving. Um, you're, you're frightened to do certain things. You know, some of the stuff that um, Basuma's doing, mm. it's just, 
even Hoiberg, when he done like a, a mad turn against Man United, I was like, who's that? Oh, that's Hoiberg. What, what's he doing? <laughs> like, you know, you're seeing different elements to, to players because there's that freedom to express themselves. Romero, when he did that back heel, when he was yeah, on the... Yeah, that was unbelievable, like, wasn't it? Have you ever seen Romero? Like, you know, so it's all these little things. And this is what I'm saying. There will be... Mistakes will come from that. Mm. That You know, we are going to have mistakes. They can't... We can't go on playing like that all season without, you know, it causing errors. And But if we want to see this type of football, we need to just get behind it and support it because, you know, it's... I think they will, though, because we're playing attacking football and trying mm. to win. Under Conte, it was don't lose. Under this regime, it's go to win. And and fans are always going to get behind that because yeah. you're trying to win. You're trying to put the your efforts into winning the game rather than just sitting back. Uh, El Tail Cockerball in the chat. Evening, gentlemen. Evening yourself. Thank you so much for watching. Hope you're doing well. Uh, but yeah, Brad. Uh, any any thoughts on that? I I, I kind of jumped in when you were speaking. I do. Yeah, no, I just I still I still still panic when we're trying to pass it out from the back <laughs> and <they're> <laughs> <laughs> going one way then the other way and pass it literally. Three or four passes but, in their own penalty area. I know what you mean, but I never got the feeling that oh, we're going to get tackled here against other teams. Like Mark says, we will. Other yeah. teams, we although I always thought under Potch for four or five years we would, and I can't really remember too many times where we got we got done by playing yeah, it out yeah. like that. Vicario, uh, uh, very good with his feet, so much better than Lorries. Laurie's best goalkeeper I've seen in my lifetime at Spurs. Uh, shot stopping and, and reactions, but with his feet was dreadful. Uh, Vicario so much better in that respect. Yeah, and but that's the way. That's the way that we we we're going to play now. So you know, it's no use me panicking over it. That's how we're going to play. And, and, and Mark's right. Yeah, there will be times when when yeah when it will go wrong. But I think generally speaking, uh, you know, we're going to get the right results and. I do like the way we. I do like the high press because we. We that's what we did under Pochettino at, at White Hart Lane. We we boxed teams in, mm. and they couldn't escape. They couldn't get out. And that's you know attacks the best form of defence, and that's what we're doing at the moment. You box teams in, and and as you say, if you if you get the ball back in the high press, you're closer to goal than you would yeah. be if you all drop back. So I, I like that way of playing football. Uh, but you've got to accept that every now and again they're going to be things that go wrong. But uh, the only thing I really worry about at the moment is at the moment, Basuma and Madison are playing so well and are so important to our team at the moment. You do wonder how good the cover is for them, whether it be resting the players or whether they get injured. Uh, Basuma, look, we've obviously got cover in, I don't know, November yeah. time, but that's going to take a little while to yeah, get back yeah. in. Uh but yeah, we'll talk about Hoiberg in a bit because I thought he made a huge difference. And mm. Credit to Ange, credit to him as well. We'll talk about him in a bit. But yeah, Madison, if he gets injured, um, um, maybe we can speak to Bar and ask for him to come back for a month. But I mean, Lacelso came on, didn't he? He did, didn't do a lot, to be honest. Yeah. But, but I think he he could he could be a player, could be a surprise player this season if if if, if we need. And I, maybe we'll see him tomorrow at Fulham. You know, maybe we'll yeah. we'll see. I mean, he did he took. He did take take Basuma and Madison off, didn't he, in the second half? And you wonder where he was doing that to try and get the team playing. Obviously, tactically changing it with the way the match was going, but also to to get the team gelling to play tomorrow at Fulham with with a, a different lineup. Yeah, I mean, Mark, we've talked about one of them already. Let's talk about another one as well. Madison and Kulu off the mark. We'll talk about Kulu in a sec. Madison, you, you know you know uh, from talking to me for a long, long, long time, uh, Madison is exactly the type of player I've been calling for since Everton made uh, rumblings four years ago that he wanted to leave. It's taken four years. 
to get Madison. But we're now seeing the rewards, and I don't want to say I told everybody so, but we're now seeing the rewards of what happens when you have a dedicated playmaker in there. People are making runs. The amount of runs that Son made, uh, uh, Richarlison as well, we'll talk about his struggles a bit later, but people are making runs. When you don't have a player like that, people aren't going to make the runs because mm. it's a complete waste of time make, run it, make, running and making the effort. And against Manchester United and certain, certain parts here, I thought it's not quite clicking yet. It's new players and everything like that. When the players realise where Madison wants them to run so they can thread the ball through, and when Madison realises where they want to run to thread the ball through, we're going to have a pretty formidable attack if everyone stays fit. But he's been fantastic, Madison, as you'd expect from him. Yeah, um, I think I was your second ever guest, was not on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. during, um, yeah, during COVID, wasn't it? It was a long time ago now, um, back yeah. in 2020. And on that you said about we need to replace Ericsson. I think Ericsson had just gone. I can't remember exactly, but even the the first time I spoke to you, you were talking about <laughs> getting a playmaker. We finally got one after three years. So I did actually think of you when we when we signed him. I thought Chris would be happy. But yeah, he's been a, a revelation. Um he's one of them players, and I've said it, I don't know if I've said it on your podcast, Chris, or when we used to do one. That he's one of them players I just want to smack in the mouth. He's just got oh, that's bad. He's got one of them faces when he takes the opposition. You just want to oh, come. Yeah. But when he's your player, uh, he's become my favorite player at Tottenham. Yeah. Just the way he speaks, yeah. the way he plays. And he, he wants that responsibility. He wants Kane's shirt. He wants the number 10. He oh, wants yeah. the responsibility. No surprise, he's vice captain. He's a leader. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. He's he, He's got everything. I mean, keeping, like you said, bro, we need to keep this guy fit because yeah, in seasons gone by for Leicester, he has had his injuries and stuff like that. We, and if he's not there, you know, Lacelso's the the backup. Mm. Um, and if we're talking about we waited three years, we've had Lacelso for two of them, and he hasn't been <laughs> he, he hasn't done it. So True. I don't know why we suddenly think he's going to be the answer if Madison's out. Um, so I worry if he isn't there what we're going to do to replace him because I don't think we have the player and no. you know there's four days left of this transfer window um we'll come on to that I'm sure but yeah I worry if he's not around yeah I, I was surprised bad that he started there was obviously talk that he had uh, I can't remember what injury he was but after the man United game he's on crutches he said as himself it was precautionary as that turns out to be true and he played 70 odd minutes whether he got taken off to you know you're nursing an injury, take it easy, games one, or like you say, Fulham tomorrow, uh, keep yourself fit. But, I mean, he's been absolutely superb. Danny Murphy talks an absolute incredible amount of crap a lot of the time. Call him a legend, isn't he? Saying he's a legend after three games uh, and then changing it to he's a fan favourite. He's right on the second point, but a legend. Calm down, Danny. But he's he's become probably, <laughs> certainly going forward, one of our most important players after our previous one has... has sort pastures new. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 it's that creativity that we've been been lacking. I mean, we've, we've under Conte, it was all through the wing-backs. That's where the, the creativity was supposed to come. And, you know, it's very one-sided. It was very easy to play against Tottenham in those days. I think now it's it's difficult because it, it's such a fluid form of football. And he played a lot, a little bit deeper, didn't he, on Saturday? Yeah, uh, yeah, and and they they seem I mean, it's in fairness like... to Danny Murphy, he did point that out, so he's, he doesn't talk. He did actually. Yeah, probably, probably, he did point right, that yeah, out. So that yeah. was uh, fairly astute. But uh, it, it's very fluid football, uh, and he's ideal for that situation. He may, and it's the first time we've had midfielders making runs into the box 
since since Ericsson, since Deli Alley, you know, those days. I mean, you could argue that Pentacore made a couple of runs to get to get goals, but but yeah, it's the first time we've had that. First time we've potentially got goal scoring midfielders in, in the club, which obviously with the uh, departure of uh, you know who, uh, we need we need more goal scorers in the club. And, and and you know and and I think that's what he'll he'll do. He, he he's a I like to see him on free kicks as well because he's a pretty good free kick taker. And it's good. It's good. You're right about about uh, what what Mark said about other clubs hating him. I think every club <laughs> needs that. You, you always you need a, a player that everyone doesn't and other clubs don't like. It, it's it's just a, I think it's a it's a, a important part of a football team. And at the moment on on Saturday when he put the purposely put the ball outside the oh country, yeah yeah he went into the crowd didn't he when he got booed you know and that that's that shows he's as a confident player and they're 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 confident enough to do that sort of thing I can't imagine him him doing it under Conte it would have probably been admonished for it but but yes it's great that they're sort of they've got the sort of you know the the, the confidence to do that. And uh, yeah, he he plays play plays good football, and yeah, and I think Gary Lineker on that same show said, "Oh, I, he said I, I talked to Tottenham fans, and so you don't realise yeah, how yeah. Oh, good yeah, a player yeah, you've got." Yeah. So, yeah, and he uh, would so, know, wouldn't he? Following mm, Leicester for yeah, how many seasons Madison has been there? But another player, Mark, who scored, delighted for him because he's been much maligned, asked to be dropped, and everything like that. Kulu is off the mark, and what a wonderful finish that was. Uh, we'll come to a doggy a bit later because it all owed to doggy's work. Uh, but the deft little finish from Kulu didn't show any lack of confidence mm. there and a lovely finish, goalkeeper, no chance. And hopefully he can kick on now. Uh, a lot of people saying he should have been dropped, doesn't suit Angie's system and, and, and all of this kind of stuff. But I didn't think he played too badly. I was saying that, you know, if he continues to have bad games and, and there's a few others in that respect as well, then when does Ange say, okay, enough's enough, I've got to try something different, but he's basically earned the right now to start the next Premier League game. Yeah, if I'm being honest, we talked about defensively, we thought we were going to be suspect. I thought, you know, the attackers were going to be the answer. I don't think any of them, if I'm being honest, in all three games have been, I'm talking with Charleston, Son and Kulazewski. I don't think they've been great, to be honest with you. Um, I had a few mates texting me at halftime, one said he, they thought he was the best player on the pitch because he was working hard, Kulazewski. The other one said he was the worst. It's a game of opinions, <laughs> isn't it? It's a game of opinions, you know. I thought, I didn't think he was any worse than Son or Richarlison first half, but none of them, I didn't, I wasn't impressed with it, any of them, to be honest with you. Would you drop them all for the next no, I game? Drop, I, I actually wouldn't drop any of them, if I'm being honest with you. I think, you know, the only number nine that we've got is really is Richarlison. We, I, you can put Son there, but you don't drop it for me at the minute. You don't drop him. We'll, again, we'll come on to the transfers. I think we should be signing a number nine, but that's a different story. Yeah. What about um, Dane Scarlett? He, he, from what I understand, he hasn't gone on loan anywhere, and he obviously no, scored that I mean, goal against Shakhtar. But again, he did. He did, but he also went on loan at Portsmouth last season. I didn't think he pulled up, pulled up any trees there. You know, no. um, that's not to say he he won't become a good player in the Premier League. I don't think he's ready yet. I certainly wouldn't be dropping um, Richarlison for Dane Scarlett at this current time. Um, but that's just my opinion. I mean, I've seen others that probably would and they'll put Son through the middle and I can understand that that thought. And can you put Perisic there, who's looked very good when he's come on? Um, so, that you know, there's options. There's options there. But personally, for me, I wouldn't drop any of the front three. I think that they will come good. And they're quality players. Klazewski was brilliant when he first came in under Conte. 
I don't need to tell you about Son. And Richarlison needs, he's a confidence player. Like he was the main guy at Everton. He's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's a player that I didn't actually want us to sign, if I'm being honest. I didn't really see it working. But the Everton fans that I spoke to and saw online, like some of them are like my age, I'm 42, and they were saying that he's the best player they've ever seen play for Everton, which I was shocked. Wow. At. I was wow. shocked at that. Um, uh, yeah, I was amazed that they were saying that, but they were. They absolutely love him there. They love him at Goodison. Um, so he's obviously got something. I think he needs confidence. Uh, he's he's clearly shot. His confidence is clearly shot. I mean, when he trod on the ball, yeah. um, after that, his head just completely went. It completely went. Um, so I would start him tomorrow and I would start him against Burnley. And, it, and if, if, um, after the initial, if he doesn't do it in them two games, then yes, I would think about putting Son through the middle. But that's yeah, that's yeah. my opinion on it. Yeah, yeah I think the I think the front three haven't haven't clicked yet, have they? No. Uh, uh, I think Son had a better game on on Saturday. I, I'd like to see Kulishevsky and Son swap over every now and again because Kulishevsky, when you get him on that side, you just have to basically put him onto his wrong foot if you're a defender. Yeah. I think it'd be very easy. Well, you know, there are was... elements now where he's going on the outside and crossing it with his right foot. So yeah, I think he must be working more, in training to use yeah. the right foot a bit more and be a bit more, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, unpredictable uh, hmm. with where he's going and what he's going to do. But yeah, he does go check in a lot on his. But I think, uh, you know, if we're sort of saying, I mean, you could argue with Ricarlison, this has been going on through, through last season as well, but. If we're sort of saying, oh, let's be careful, we've only played three games, let's not get carried away. Well, then, by the same token, you should be saying, well, let's not get carried away by saying this player's really, really bad. Let's, you know, drop him after three games. So, it, it works both ways. And, uh, yeah, I think Ricarlison will start tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it will get to a stage where, where you will think, right, it's not working. Let's let's make some sort of changes. But at the moment, we're talking three games in. You know, he could go yeah. play Fulham tomorrow and score a hat-trick. You know, yeah. so... Uh, I mean, on Richarlison, we'll talk about his struggles. We've kind of touched on it already, but it is only August and there was a, a striker not too long ago who literally did nothing in August and then went ballistic <laughs> in September. Uh, so yeah. it's only August. And, and yeah, absolutely like Mark said, when he trod on the ball, uh, I wouldn't have expected that confidence to go. He looks like a player who just mm. doesn't really... Yeah, I, he I was thought... very unlucky with that chance in the first half that Madison put him through. He stuck it through the legs beautifully. He then got taken out of his strike because it did hit the guy's hand. It was completely yeah. accidental, no penalty. But if that didn't hit his hand, it would have been straight in his stride, slotted uh, it in uh, the bottom uh, corner. It's I just think... not falling for him at the moment. Yeah, I think he should have shot straight away. And maybe a confident Ricardo would have hit a shot straight away. Yeah. Uh, I actually thought he had a good first half. I thought he, he, he was involved in the game. He was landing off, you know, holding the ball up. Had a couple of chances, but the second half he made a couple of errors and then he just sort of lost it really. Yeah. And then kicked out of the player and at that, that moment in time you think, yeah. well, you've got to make a change now. Yeah, I mean there were elements certainly that chance in the first half, Mark, and there were elements in the Man United game that him and Madison are starting to get that connection of mm. Madison's got the ball, I'm going to make a run. Oh, the Charles is making a run. Let's thread it through. So you've got to give that chance. If, if if you cut that off now. Well, if you cut that off now, it's going to do with Charleston's confidence even, mm. even more damage than not scoring a goal. But So, I think there's elements and there is a connection there. But, yeah, I, I think he'll come good this season. The only, I don't think yeah, he'll have a terrible season. The, the, the only thing I, I hope is that he doesn't get booked 
and then does score and then gets carried away and takes his shirt off like he normally <laughs> does and gets a second booking because well, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. put that past him, but yeah, I mean, do, do you think he'll come good, Mark? I think he will. I think if he keeps playing, that he will. Yeah, I mean. It depends what you mean by come good. I don't think he's ever going to be a player that's going to score you 20 goals a season. Mm. I think he can get you between... I think if you've got 15 goals out of him, he's had an excellent seat. I don't think he's that type of player. I reckon he gets between 12... Mm. 10 and 12 goals. I think he's that type of a striker. I think the best he got at Everton was 13 goals. Mm. Um, I know he played that wide some of the time, so he's not always playing centrally. But I'd be happy with that because I don't think you need a 30-goal no. A season striker in this in this Postacoglu no. team because you've got other players chipping in. Yeah. So yeah, I think if he gets double figures, I think he's had a, a decent enough season to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, well, I, I think yeah. if he plays Chris, then yeah, he will he will come good. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think we've had a player who's got two goals, have we? So it shows well, yeah, that goals no. are being spread it's about. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah. Kuliszewski's the first yeah. forward to score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. I think there'll be goals spread about. I don't think anyone will get 30. Maybe someone could get a 20, but not mm. sure. But yeah, I think there could be a few people on double figures come the end of the season. But I'd certainly give him more chances because I think he's starting to get the connection with Madison. When he scores the goal, I think his confidence, it'll be mm. like a switch. and I think he'll become... You saw him in pre-season when he scored those two goals and then the hat-trick, he'd wait for the keeper to come out, dinked it over. Don't do that if you're not confident. Mm. I don't think it's all about necessarily scoring goals in this system as well. It's about pressing yeah. and and that's yeah. one thing he'll always do. He will always work hard, you know, even under Conte. He worked, he'd run his arse off. And I think that's what you need to do in this system because it's high press, isn't it? You need to be doing that. Yeah. Um, so... Any analysis of... of um... Andrew's system says that the centre forward is almost a sacrificial lamb. So, so what Mark was saying about, you know, he might not score 20, 30 goals. That's, 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 that's fine. Yeah. As long as your, long as your team's scoring goals. I think I, I could be wrong on this. I mean, we were linked to a Celtic striker when Postacoglu first come in. Well, I don't even think he was there, but I think, you know, when a, a manager's mm. heavily linked, they start yeah. linking you to every single um, one of his players. <laughs> um, I'm sure we got linked to one of their strikers, and I mean that's in the Scottish League. I don't think he was prolific, their, their top goal scorer. I'd have to go back; it was a long time ago now. They had Kyogo. Yeah, I think he was a Jap Japanese striker. Yeah. He's not prolific, so I don't think he necessarily have to be in this in his yeah. style. So we'll see, won't we? Yeah, I mean. Two players who did make a huge difference, Hoiberg and Perisic. Mm. Obviously, Hoiberg, uh, I really don't get the hate that Hoiberg gets. I think he's a proper Not workhorse, proper 100% player, proper heart and his sleeve player. I don't understand the hate that he gets. And let's not forget, he played pretty much every game, played every game apart from the final and then Euros, had to see his mate die for five minutes and then come back to life and have to play a game afterwards, then played pretty much every game the following season uh, with no backup. Uh, he made a huge difference. We'll start with you, Brad. He made a huge difference. Credit to Ange for noting. And what I loved about that as well is the proactivity of Ange in making the change. So many times we've seen things are going wrong, things are going wrong. Let's give it 10 minutes. Let, okay, we've conceded two goals. Let's change. <laughs> no, there was, okay, things are going wrong. I need to change this now. Uh, yeah. Perisic will come to in a, in a bit because he did it as well. So they both slowed the game down. Hoiberg got the ball, calmed everybody down and 
Bournemouth's 10-minute spell of, of, of possession dominance, I'd say it was, came to a fairly abrupt end. And I didn't want him to leave to Atletico unless a silly offer came in, which you can't then turn down. But I think he's got a part to play in this team. And I think yesterday, uh, Saturday proved that. Yeah, I think uh, I, I like agree with what you say. That he, he made the substitutions early rather than let it sort of fester. And as you say, they might have scored, and then you know he did it at the right time. And yeah, he he said himself, didn't he? So we've got a very young team, and yet Perisic and Hoiberg adds a bit of experience and brings it on its steadiestership. Yeah, uh, and he's not afraid to take off his good players, you know, because the players he took off were playing well, and he, he's not afraid to do that. You know, this is the guy that everyone's, oh, you know, he's Australia, what does he know about football? Well, we obviously knows quite a lot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I thought that's right. And I, 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 unless we get in a player that's better than Hoiberg uh, or a similar player that's better than Hoiberg, then I don't see the point in selling him. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, we got, we've got the African Cup of Nations in, in January. Yeah, so we're going to lose, probably lose Saar and Basuma. So, so yeah, we need, we do need uh, that, that depth in our, in our midfield. Uh, yeah, he brought Skip. Skip came on, did okay. I mean, Skip gets hate as well, which I've never understood. Yeah, yeah. This is a guy who I I, I I thought had a storming start to this season under Nuno, uh, and then got the injuries, didn't he? The two bad injuries, and he's still really coming back from that. So, so yeah, I, I don't get all this hate for Skip as well. Um, I, th- I, th- I think the issue for Skip is that he's obviously homegrown, and because of a certain player who decided to beat Jimmy Greaves. <laughs> that's the benchmark for a homegrown player. Anyone who's below that is fucking useless and therefore not worth wearing the shirt, which is completely unfair. Harry Kane's a once in a, a generational talent. And I like Skip. Uh, the injury really derailed him slightly. Mm. Uh, and let's face it, unless injuries happen or the African Cup of Nations or, or, or form completely dramatically changes, he ain't getting ahead of Saab or Basuma no. anytime no, soon. No. And then you've got Bentancur to come in, who's who's got pedigree from, from when he came over. But Hoiberg, Mark, uh, would you sell him? Uh, were you glad he stayed? Uh, how did you think he did on Saturday? Uh, I would sell him if the offer was sort of 30 million. Because this is what we're bad at doing is is moving players on at the right time. Um, we always have been. I think if you're getting an offer of thirty million for him, then I probably would. I don't. I I quite like him. I, you know, as you say, you, you know he's always going to try his best. He'll always be out there on the field. Um, so I don't mind him staying. Um, but yeah, if we got a good offer, I would let him go. Um, but again, only if we were getting someone in. Yeah. that's going to fit the Postacoglu style, you know, maybe a replacement for Madison if he got injured. You know, we spent the, the 30 million in another area. Otherwise, I don't see the point in getting rid of him because we're not overrun with decent midfielders, are we? We play, we play free. Um, and you've just said it. We're going to lose Basuma. We're going to lose Saar to the African Cup of Nations. And then we're only left with Skip, Hoiber, Bentoncourt and, and Madison, isn't it? So... Yeah. That's not a huge amount. Even Alfie Devine's gone out on loan. Harvey White apparently yeah. is is going to leave. So leave permanently. I've well, I've heard he's going to go. I don't know. I mean that that would be a, a a a big error. I think if that was to happen. Yeah, well, that's what they're saying. Um, that he's going to leave. I don't know whether it's going to be on loan, Chris, or I, I heard it's going to be permanent. Actually, 
If it's loan, I'm all for that, as long as we've got a plan for when these African Cup of Nations happen. Well, no, I also can play there, I suppose. But... I think it's permanent. That, I'm sure I've read yeah. um, Alistair Gold say that, that he's... he's yeah, I'll be worried about that if it was permanent. Well, to be fair with Harvey White, he, he, he's looked a decent player, but he hasn't really had many opportunities at the time. No, so he hasn't. He no. probably is well for him to just move on and... You know, and start his career elsewhere. For him, to... yeah. And what's he? What is he? Twenty-two. Something yeah, like he's, he's. He's. We all think of him as being one of the young youngsters. Yeah, but I think he's about twenty-two. Now. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm not desperate for Hoiberg to leave. Um. But yeah, I would, for a decent offer, I wouldn't be sad for him to go. Um. And that's not to say that I don't. I like the guy. I think he gets a lot of stick, like you said, which is unfair. And he always has, uh, which I don't really understand. But um, uh, but you, like you say, he did come on the last two games. Man United as well. He, he was excellent when he's come on and done that mm, job. He was. I, I text my mate because we always used to have a bit of debate. I used to say that Conte is an elite manager. He was was adamant that he's not. I said, well, that, they're elite substitutions from Postacoglu. Like he knows very basic things. We're all probably crying it and WhatsApping each other saying, take this player off now. We could all see Richarlison's head had gone. Other managers in the past wouldn't have taken him. All the fans are crying out for it. And managers don't. He does the very simple things, Postacol. We can all see. Um, but he actually goes ahead and does it. Um, so, you know, it, his substitutions have been fantastic over the last yeah. two games. I have to say. Really good. Yeah. I think Richardson would have got sent off if he'd have stayed on. His head would have gone. Bournemouth would have well, wound him up. Fans yeah. would have wound him up. He'd yeah. have kicked out of someone again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and and, and he he recognised that. Get off the pitch. Well, the don't, uh, African don't get suspended. African Cup of Nations starts on the thirteenth of January and it finishes on the eleventh of February. So, you know, we've got two weeks of the transfer window to to get bringing cover if we need to. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we probably will then, won't we? Bentecourt, yeah. uh, uh, all, all, all good news there. We'll have I don't know, a couple of months to get back to fitness. But again, I, I do worry about Bentecourt when he comes back. ACLs aren't just uh, mm. a hamstring strain. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can easily do that again. It's weaker. Will he be the same tenacious player going into challenges and doing everything he did before? Will there be 1% of him thinking... Hang on, uh, I yeah, uh, so I do worry about that, but I'd still have him in the team. He's, he's yeah, quality. I player. think when's he meant to be back? October, they're saying now, Some, sometime yeah. in November, I think. And and we have a history as well, don't we, of uh, these big injuries rushing players back. Uh, ACL, mm. you can't rush that back, yeah. you, you've got to wait until it's 120% fine to come back. Uh, yeah, so if it's delayed by a month or two and you've got the African Cup of Nations, you've got to go out and buy someone. You can't bring someone back like that because he'll get injured again and a long-term injury if you bring him back too soon. Well, I guess if he's coming back in November, then maybe you've got that month or so for him to get yeah. his fitness back. Yeah. That he will be available when the Cup of Nations is on. So yeah, you might you might be able to solve one of the problems there. I don't know. Do you not go I don't know much about... Sort of international African football, whether because he uh Basuma plays in Mali, doesn't it? I know he was born in the Ivory Coast, he plays mm. in Mali. Um, I'm not sure whether they're I'm, any good. They I used imagine. to be a Canute playing for them, and 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 yeah. Sars Senegal, isn't he? Which Senegal are you they've got a decent yeah, side. The, mm. you, you'd, you'd be surprised if Senegal play. don't yeah. go fa fairly far in that mm. competition. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure on Mali. I, I don't know whether they'll be out 
relatively quickly. Hope, fingers crossed for, for us. Not, <laughs> not the poor guys playing for their country. <laughs> we're hoping that they yeah. all lose. We want, we want them knocked out straight away, come back as losers. There, there always seems to be, though, a, a surprise package in the African Cup of Nations. Yeah. Mm. A team that have never done that much or aren't favoured who then go a fairly long yeah. way. Uh, I'd expect Senegal to be going towards the latter stages of that. And they won it last They won it last time, didn't they? I'm pretty sure. sure they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and, and Papi Sarr is playing well beyond his year. We said this about uh, Skip, uh, Brad, uh, when he started against Man City in that season, playing well beyond his years, the maturity beyond mm. his years. Sarr is 20. Uh, <laughs> he's run Manchester United off the park. Casemiro, who uh, Fernandez and uh, I would say Mount, but I forgot he was playing until he got substituted. But he, he's a Manchester United team off the park. Uh, he didn't really have, uh, you know, set the world alight against Bournemouth, but again, he didn't do anything wrong. So we had a fairly solid performance. Yeah. Uh, he didn't need to have anything more than that. Uh, he, he, his ceiling it, it could be anything if he carries on. Yeah, he's 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 uh, looking very very good. I mean, I don't think we should be surprised that he's he's slotted in so well because. He's he's had a lot of experience at international level. So he's I mean he played second half against England in the World Cup. Yeah. So he's played in World Cups. He's played in in uh, in Africa Cup of Nations that sort of thing. So so yeah he he he's had experience in big games. So I don't think we should be too surprised that he he shows a lot of confidence. But no, I think there's a very decent player there. And again, we mustn't get too carried away and think he's the best thing since sliced bread. Uh, but yeah, I think he's he, he it, it just looks so promising for the future. Uh, Again, we've got a team that are enjoying their football and are looking confident, and that, yeah, that's and, that's half half the game, isn't it? Really? Yeah. And two players there, Mark, with him and Basuma. You can chuck a third with Madison uh, when he comes back. Fourth with Benton Kerr. I'll go back to my heyday, which was the Posh era when Ericsson was playing. One of the best things that him and Dembele ever did in our team was when the going got tough and the other team were on top, those two would get the ball, keep the ball for five minutes, momentum squashed, we go mm. again, uh, and then they're quick enough to ping it straight away. We've got that back again. We we, we had 60-odd percent possession under Poch, you know, on average, around about 30, 40 under uh, Conte, Mourinho, always coming back at the defenders. Uh, obviously, under Poch, they were unbelievable defence at that four and the five, if you include Loris in his prime. Uh, under Conte, it was constant pressure because we never had the ball. Basuma keeps the ball. Saar is keeping the ball. Madison can keep the ball. I think we've got it back again. And and, and we'll talk about the defence later, but I think part of the reason that the defence looks much better is they're not under constant pressure. And we've seen Van Dijk under constant pressure, even the best get flustered mm. and make mistakes. But I think our midfield is so much better than it's been, I don't know, for three years or however long uh, mm. it's been. Yeah, and I suppose some of that is that a lot of the time the midfield was bypassed because we were just booting the bloody ball because we never <laughs> kept hold of possession. We were quite happy for the other teams to have possession and sit back and try and soak up pressure. And it was just, yeah, it, it was really bad. But, I mean, Basuma has been, for me... Our best player this season. I mean, we, we would not all know he won the you know man of the match the first two games. He's just he's the player that we thought we we had signed um, when we got him from Brighton, and we thought we had the bargain of the season, um, and it just never happened um, because he was never given the chance to mm, flourish yeah. really. Um, and and just done totally the opposite and given him responsibility. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it, it, it's twenty five I mean, million. I mean, 
yeah, you, you could argue for Ericsson and Dembele, we've got uh, Madison and Basuma. I mean, yeah, I yeah. they're sort of. I'm not saying they're, they're exactly the same, but but uh, they're the quality of player that we needed to replace. They're and, and similar, yeah. They're, they're, they're similar types of player. I mean, Dembele is probably my favourite top mm. player of all. Time. I just love the way that he. Yeah. He would just never lose the ball. He, yeah, he was so graceful. He's so strong. He, he's not one of them that you would look and he would do. You know, he's not going to get you goals and assists, but mm. he just ticked it. Well, everyone says it, don't they? All the all the all the players that played with him all say. Even De Bruyne, you know, yeah. said you know, has him in his five aside fantasy team and all. He yeah. was just un, an unreal, underrated. And I didn't really when we signed him. And he come from Fulham. I was like, I didn't really get the hype, and it took a while for, even for him to settle. But he was just magnificent, and um, I think Basuma. I can't ever see him getting to that level. As I say, I've, no. I'm forty. Similarities, though, teams, aren't there? Yeah, there are similarities, and in, in, he does stuff like that back hill on um, Casemiro. <laughs> like Dembele would have never done anything like that. No. So he has different attributes that. You know, oh, some of the things he was doing in that United game which is dirty. They they were disgusting. <laughs> but unbelievable. And and yeah. it's the confidence that Ange has given him and the possibly like Brad says, the responsibility which has given him that confidence. And and I was so excited when we signed him because for yeah. me he's a midfielder that can do everything yeah. and not not everything as a utility, he can do everything really well. And yeah, we just never got to see him he, he was constantly shackled under Conte, yeah. whereas now he's he's allowed to play football and we're seeing the, the the unbelievable midfielder that he is. And don't be shocked, there's my prediction. He'll score one or two absolute bangers this season. Mm, because yeah. he did when he was in France. He didn't really for Bright, but if you watch some of his YouTube stuff from when he played in France, he scored some absolute screamers over mm. there. So I think with that freedom, that confidence that he's going to have as a player, I, I he'll get one or two bangers this season, I guarantee it. Yeah. Anthony Herbert in the chat. How are you doing, Anthony? Big up, Chris. Hope you well. Had a good bank holiday. Was well, very good. Thank you. It's always better when uh, Spurs win. Uh, hope you had a good bank holiday yourself. And thanks for the comments. Keep your comments coming in. Uh, hit the like, subscribe, notification bell, all the good stuff. And uh, thanks to everyone doing that so far. Uh, Brad Perisic. Uh, he he had a hand in the second goal. A nice little pass down for a doggy. No, no, no messing about. No, keep the ball for five minutes and then play it down. And then the doggy has no choice but to come back. He's made the run. I can see the run. Mm. Nice little out, out outside of the boot as well. That shows a bit of confidence. Uh, and he calmed it down as well. And you, you need when you've got a young squad, you need. Uh, you won't win anything with kids, as the saying goes. <laughs> but you need some. Uh, older heads there. Per, uh, 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 Hoiberg, like we've already said, Perisic, been there, done there, got the T-shirt in football. And I think he could be a real, real useful player in this squad. Yeah, I, I, I was disappointed with Perisic last season. I mean, he had some good assists, but from all the hype that we would had about how Conte had turned him into this amazing left wing back, and I never saw that. But now he's playing further forward. And I think even... At the start of the window, when there was rumours that he was going to go, I thought, oh, fair enough, whatever. But now I think uh, it's good that he's staying because if he's happy to, you know, come on to the pitch like that and not 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 be regular starter, well, then yeah, I think he's a very decent player to have there and just adds that little bit of experience. And his it, it, one thing that was good from him last season was his assists. He's he, he, mm -hmm. he, one of the very few footballers that can kick with both feet. 
and yeah, he he just sort of, and he's got a little bit of a little bit of bastard about him as well. He does a few little niggly things, isn't he? That that that. Uh, that doesn't the opposition doesn't like so which I quite like myself is he not if he's on your team but but yeah and I think uh, can be very useful playing that further forward role and as you as we sort of said earlier bringing him on to play further forward you can bring Son inside if you need to so yeah. so yeah I think he's I I, I hope he he stay, well he hasn't indicated he wants to go now and he's well, there was saying, talk there was talk wasn't there Mark at the start that he wanted to hmm. leave when Conte went and then there I think, I think someone like Sparta Prague or yeah. I think there's someone like Spartan, yeah, someone like that that were interested in him. But I'm pleased he stayed, and and he obviously wants to stay. Could have easily thrown his toys out the pram and everything like that. Said, I just want to leave. I think it could be really useful this 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 season, and yeah, really, really kind of calming influence. Old head will help. I said it with Session last year, didn't really work out, but this year. I think he can really help Udogi and Udogi will come on to him a bit later, but he looks an absolute star as well. But he can learn a lot from Perisic and 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 stuff like that can be invaluable sometimes. Yeah, and I think I think he did help Sessignon in the early days. I think even Sessignon said that, didn't he? Because Sessignon mm-hmm. actually started okay, but Sessignon doing Sessignon stuff, um, falls off a cliff, gets injured. Um <laughs> Needs to go, you know. Another one needs to go. Um, yeah, I think he could help and doggy. Um, and I would keep him. Um, I'm like you when I saw the links to it was hijack split because he's from split in Croatia yeah, going good. home. Um, yeah, I wasn't bothered. I was like, whatever, mate. Like, you know, you're probably on a very decent wage because we got him on a free transfer, didn't we? So he's yeah. probably on circa 100 grand. I was like, get go, but actually. <laughs> I think to have someone like him, he's a Champions League winner, uh, a World Cup semi-finalist. No, World Cup finalist, actually, isn't yeah. he? Scored and, and scored against England in the semi-finals and yeah. set up the other goal. Um, you know, he's done everything in the game. Actually having him around, I think, would be a very good thing for a season. Um, as, as Brad said, if he's happy to sit around. So I wouldn't have necessarily have him starting because I don't know yeah. with his age. You know, But he nearly scored, didn't he, against uh, Bournemouth? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was brilliant. It was a brilliant bit of skill and it just went past the post. So I'm more than happy for him to... I mean, he would be my go-to forward substitution at the minute because we haven't seen um, Solomon. Solomon yet. Well, I think we'll probably see tomorrow. Um, but Perisic, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, keep him around for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, quite, I really like him. And like Brad said, his assists last year crosses... Another one from corners and and uh, set pieces, but it's the old head. It's the old head and the the. He's not captain or vice captain, but he's a leader on the pitch. He can be yeah. kind of Angie's spokesman as well. Uh, so not just that, Chris. I think to have someone like that who, I've seen some of the training that he does. You know, this is a guy that's kept himself ultra yeah. ultra fit, does everything right, and I think to have a professional in the club um, that's been there and done it, won everything. Um, it's good for the youngsters anyway to see like this is you know if you want a long career, um, mm. this is this is the work you need to do. So you know it's good in that respect as well. You see that yeah. picture of him? I think last season he hasn't he hasn't got a six pack. He's got like a twenty six pack. Yeah. <laughs> weirdly, Brad. Weirdly, Brad. Talking of six packs, and and I actually well, I went to Croatia this summer, and he was uh, advertising beer in the local shop. Oh, so, really? Uh, <laughs> 
it didn't really fit with his profile or how we think about him. So it was quite funny. Uh, question from Anthony. We will get onto this a bit later on, I promise. Where do you think you'll finish this season? I've noticed a difference in your attack and midfield. You're keeping more possession in that attack area more than you had more than when you had Kane. I uh, will definitely come on to that a bit later. Still think you need a striker for Charleston, not the answer to your attack. We'll come on to that as well because we talk about the transfer window. But I'll uh, we'll start with you, Brad. This new defence. Well, there's well, only one. Well, 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 let's call them five because we'll call the goalkeeper a defence as well. Mm. Udogi will come well on to a bit later, but he looks a star. Poro, who I didn't think could defend, has actually played quite well as a right back. Uh, Romero seems to have calmed down, although he did do that. Uh, one of the chances that we had, I can't remember who it was. In the first half, came from a kind of scissor ta- challenge. He's got to be careful with that. I think it was the goal. I mean, that might have been the goal. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. It, yeah. It, but he, he's got to be careful with that. But Van der Ven, I, 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 I think it was Maldini and Tommy always talks about it as well. Uh, if you're making a slide challenge, you've already made a mistake. But he was making quite a few, not not chasing back, but in, in terms of engaging the ball. And not once did any of them look he's out of control or he doesn't know what he's doing. Took the ball cleanly. Uh, he's had. A, we talked about Madison having a wonderful start. Van der Ven's had a wonderful start as well. Uh, the only issue, which I, I, I'm not sure if it was you or Mark or both that said injuries, <laughs> then we've got Eric Dyer. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, at this moment in time, that defence... And I still go to the point that we're keeping the ball a lot better in midfield. And I think that's helping the defence and allowing them to concentrate more because they're not constantly under pressure. But yeah, what would you make so far of Vicario, Udogi and Van der Ven in particular and this new look Romero? Well, I think they, they're they not carrying any Tottenham baggage, are they, really? You know, they're all, they've all played, apart from Romero, they've all played in their first games for Tottenham. So they haven't got this... Tottenham crap defending baggage that the other players have got, and uh, and R- Romero masterstroke by Ange giving him the vice captaincy because he seems to have calmed down yeah. a lot. He's still as aggressive as ever, but he seems that there's not as many rash tackles from him this season. That I, I, I've noticed it's debatable that tackle he did on. He got the ball, but it was a bit of a scissor tackle. You, you yeah, I, I think he's got to be really careful with that yeah. because we, we've seen with all penalties and mm. stuff how, how uh, you know, the, the Rashford penalty, another day, that's not a penalty. Yeah. Uh, same but with I, the Sons I, against I, I don't think he's. And, I don't think he's been booked so far this season. No. I mean, obviously, he also came off against Brighton, so it was very difficult to get booked. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't think he's been booked, whereas you always expected a booking with, with uh, Romero. But I think he's. I think the vice captaincy is. It may not be the only thing, but it certainly is. is it's given him more responsibility, and he doesn't seem to be as rash as he was. But yeah, he's playing with some decent defenders, and they seem to have an understanding. Uh, and I, I was very impressed uh, with them on on Saturday. That actually we were actually defending quite well. Uh, we seem to be winning balls in the air a lot more as well, which obviously Van der Vel is. Six foot four, six foot five. So you'd expect that, but we, we, I still, as I say, I still worry when we when we defend the corner because we can never defend corners. But we're actually from the two games I've seen or three games, we've actually defended the corners pretty well. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think they they yeah, it's a certain they're certainly playing a lot better than I I thought because I thought the one thing about this system is that yeah, the ball over the top, the ball round the back 
is going to cause us problems, as, as, as Brentford did, to be fair. Uh, and you need you need pacey defenders, which we'll we'll obviously get onto in the transfer window talk. But but yeah, they've 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 surprised me so far. I really have. Yeah, what, what do you think, Mark? Obviously, Vicario, wonderful second half against Manchester United. Played made some wonderful saves. Bournemouth didn't have much to do, but he had some stuff to do. Didn't make a dog's dinner of it or anything like that. It was all just this needs to be done. Let's just do it. Uh, the shot he had to save nicely, palmed out to the side. Lovis was a. At the end of his career, joining the Jordan Pickford school of goalkeeping. Let's palm it straight into the striker's throat. Uh, Udogi, we'll come on to him in a bit later on because of the injury scare, but he looks an absolute star and he's got a bit of pace as well. Van der Ven, mm. obviously, with no pace. I'm sure we've all seen that video, which was just silly. Uh, and Romero just looks to be, whether it's the vice captaincy, whether it's the fact he's only doing his job in defence now rather than about 16 others. Uh, but it, it looks really good, this defence. And when he came off, Sanchez, I didn't think, did anything wrong against uh, Brentford either. But we've been there before. Sanchez has one good game, three stinkers, one good game, four stinkers. I do worry, though, about the... the you know, and, and and also the full-backs. If Udogi gets injured, Reggion uh, 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 can't defend, Session can't defend on the injury table. Uh, Porro has surprised me, so possibly OK there, because Emerson's there as well. But I think we're a little bit like there. You've obviously got Ben Davies on the left. Uh, but what have you made of this defence? I'll include the goalkeeper in that as well uh, so far. Well, obviously, early days. I mean, there's not much, so far so good. I, I wasn't, as Brad just alluded to, I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting with the high line that we'd be caught a few times. Um, perhaps we haven't come up against anyone with, well, actually, Rashford's very quick. And he didn't seem to, we didn't seem to get caught on the counter. Versus Man United too many times, um, so yeah, I, I'm really, really surprised. Actually, I, I thought that we, I, I, I'm, as you know, Chris. Well, I, I haven't come into your fancy football uh, league. <laughs> I was meant to, but I forgot to join it. But um, I, I mean, if, uh, if you've got I, a I, team, you can still uh, uh, join the uh, group. Yeah, if you've got I'll, a team, I'll you're, you're, this. Yeah, if you've got a team, your your points will automatically be chucked over. Okay, well, we'll talk about it after this. But yeah. um, I haven't put any Tottenham defenders in because I thought you know, <laughs> we would be conceding goals left, right and centre, if I'm being honest, uh, just because of the way... I thought we'd score a lot of goals, but I thought that we... I'm, I'm really surprised. Yeah, I'm the same. Shoots. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that it's going to stay like that all season. I do expect that we're going to concede a fair few. Mm. And I'm open to that because that's just the style of football we're going to play. When you play attacking football, you're going to get caught a few times. Um, so, so far, really, really good. Um, I mean, for me, that Romero tackle, I thought that was a booking all day long. If I'm being yeah. honest, I know he won the ball, but you can't scissor it. You can't no. go in. I don't know why he flies into challenge. I love the guy, but... He's just a hothead, man, and he, he's yeah. going to cost us like he has in other seasons. Uh, AC Milan last season. Um, Do you think Ange would have had a word with him after that? It's like calm it down. I don't think you it makes a difference, Chris. I don't think <laughs> it makes. A difference. I just don't, that's the way he plays. That you can't remember what they used to say about Deli Ali, like the petulance, and yeah, you yeah. can't take certain things out of certain players. Like it's like saying to Roy Keane, "Don't go and you know." Strangle uh, Southgate, or whatever, you know what I mean? All the crazy stuff he used to do. He, 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 that's just the type of player that he's the type of player he is. So he, he, he's not going to stop doing that. That's just well, him. Hopefully, with with 
with Van der Vel and or the better defenders, he won't have to do those reckless tackles as much. And, yeah, I think yeah, because yeah, I think a lot yeah. of it's frustration. To mm. Some of the stuff mm. he does is frustration. So hopefully yeah. we won't see we, as many, but you are going to see them because that's just yeah, the type yeah. of player mm. that he is. But yeah, I mean. Let's talk about Udogi. Uh, he, he obviously went off injured. Ho- hopefully, it's the same as Madison, so just precautionary. Uh, the game was won and, and pretty comfortable at that point, so there was no need to keep him on and, and, and everything. like. If it was nil-nil and we really needed a win, he was playing well, uh, maybe. So, hopefully, it's 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 just precautionary. But the goal, uh, come to you first, Mark. The goal, uh, a lovely finish by Kulisevsky. He'll get the headlines because he scored it, but the lovely uh, uh, run, Perisic found him. The lovely one-two with Son. Yeah. The desire mm. to get it back in, put it into a dangerous area. Whether he saw Kulu's run, I'm not sure, but we'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say he did. Uh, going forward, quick. Running back, quick. Wants to help out as a left back as well. I mean, uh, we talked about Saar. <laughs> he, he, he's playing beyond his years as well. Was tearing it up at Udinese last year as well. I think we've got a real, real player there. Mm. Looks really, really good. Um, did he score against Brentford? I can't remember. Did he get our no, first? No, well, Romero scored, didn't he? And who else? Yeah, Romero and Emerson. It was in a friendly he scored, didn't he? He scored yeah, in the pre-season yeah. friendly. Yeah. I think it was West Ham um, with a header. That's it. Um, yeah, he looks really good, mate. And um, what's he, 2021 20, as well? Yeah, very yeah. early 20. Yeah, yeah um, another one that I would like to put in the fantasy football team. But I thought he was going to goals. He, he had, his numbers are his numbers are excellent. You know, you, you still can, Mark. It's your team. You, you <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I'm, fearful, I'm fearful, mate. I'm fearful that we're going to start conceding. Um, but yeah, mate. Again, um, Paratici. Like we've got to give the guy credit. Like I've seen like so many people slag him off on that. But if you look, Sar. Um, Endogi, uh, Kulazewski, Bentoncourt, um, yeah, Romero. You know, he's he, he signed some donkeys as well. But you know, I think how much have we, how much have we paid for Endogi? What is it like fifteen million maximum? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. very cheap. Not, not a, if you not you could probably double your money on him now. You know, if you wanted to get rid of him, I'm sure like loads of top clubs would be coming in for him. Um, yeah, what a what a player like. I, I didn't know whether he would be able to do this role um, because he was playing ring uh, wing back at Udinese, and we obviously signed him as a wing back. Um, but he's he's been so good, man! I just can't believe how good he is. Uh, Pre season, he looked good as well. Um, Watching him against Shakhtar was excellent. So yeah, mate, was you know delighted. But again, what happens when he is injured? Yeah, we're back to Ben Davis playing that yeah. role and well, I'm not going to slow yeah I'm not going to slow but I don't know you know that that's just a massive downgrade on someone like Endogi who slots into the midfield as you said a fantastic one two um, and the pace to get on the the one two to cut it back across um to Kulazewski was he's just brilliant so yeah it, that this is where we're going to struggle is when one or two have to come out the ones that come back in um you know it's going to cost us yeah, we, we, we're back, aren't we, Brad? Where uh, we had a really good first eleven squad, mm, maybe not quite, but Udogi looks an absolute star. Let's let's just hope this injury isn't at that serious because that'll do him the world of good. It's it's fine doing it in a friendly, you know, it's about fitness, but doing it in a Premier League game, competitive game, fairly early on in your competitive career for that team, uh, fantastic. Uh, uh, he was a threat 
constantly in that game as well. And I like Ben Davis, but you do not get that pace, you do not get that strength, and you do not get that uh, desire of going down and attacking like that. Ben Davis is more defensive minded. Yeah, I think I think Ben Davis or, or Benny Davis, as Ange calls him. Uh, <laughs> I, I think he. I, 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 I'm still. I'm still happy to have him in the squad uh, as as a backup. Uh, Udogi, as far as what Andrew was saying was he, he he thinks he kicked the ground, and the reason they took him off was because if he'd have come off the, onto the sidelines, he would have to wait about thirty seconds before he could come back on again. So it's just it's just a quick quick to make the substitution as there's what ten minutes to go, whatever. So I, I think he'll hopefully he'll, that's yeah, okay. I don't I don't mean there's any any major problems there. But it was weird because he's he's suddenly on the ground, wasn't he? How did yeah. that happen? So he, no he um he came out afterwards. I don't know if you've read, read was it a press conference or an interview. Um, Poster Cogby said he's absolutely fine. He could yeah. have carried on, but um, he thought it was better just to get Ben Davis on to stop any momentum because yeah, that to wait thirty yeah. seconds or get Benny on. So Benny, come on! But yeah, I think he'll be fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then uh, it's just, it's such a shame that Sessignon hasn't been the player that we all thought we were getting because then left back we'd be well and truly good, well covered. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't. I think Sessegnon, well, he's injury prone. Uh, who knows? Maybe this operation will see the end of that. Yeah. But I, I think, yeah, it's a, such such a shame that we didn't get the the, the Sessegnon. It's, that, it's, that a, it's we, amazing, we Brad, to be honest. Yeah, because mm. he was like the stellar English talent. He was, yeah. like yeah. everyone wanted him. Like he was, you know, he was amazing as well in the championship. Yeah. I mean, the decline of that player is, is quite staggering, really, because yeah. he was like, you know, but yeah, just ne- it's just he, I don't know what it is with it. It's just never worked out, sadly. No, it's quick. It's quick enough for the postcognitive system as well. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I think he like when he had the injuries, he lost that quickness because he lost the not so much he lost the quickness, but he lost the confidence to yeah to just basically go for it. Um, mm. I mean, there's an element that if he plays in this team, he'll be given the confidence instantly by Ange because mm. <laughs> go forward. Uh, but yeah, you can't rely on him because he's only got four, five, six games before he gets injured again, unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, I agree with Mark. I like Sessignon, but if you want to succeed, you, you can't be carrying mm. passengers. So he's got to go for me. But and it'll be a cut price because you're not going to get £25 million back, I don't think, for a player who hasn't really done it at Spurs. And he's constantly injured, but I like him. But he's just—I I like Dyer as well as a person. But unfortunately, he's just not good enough, so he has to go as well for me. Mm. But, but yeah, we'll talk about the transfers in a bit. Uh, but Anthony did ask where we think we'll finish. We're oh. second at the moment. We're actually third, <laughs> but we're joint second, so we are second. Uh, where can Big Ange take us, Brad? All the very ways and league <laughs> cups, whatever you want to talk about. Travel is on. No, I, I, I still <laughs> stick by, I still stick by my earlier season prediction, which was a mid-table prediction. Uh, I think we could don't go well in the cups if we get the, the right draw. You know, let's face it, you need the luck of the draw in in, in cup competitions. Uh, but yeah, I, I think given the team of seem to have gelled quicker than I thought they would. There's still a long way to go, as and I'm sure Andrew would say that himself. But I think towards the end of the cell, towards January when the FA Cup starts, then I think you might see us to start really, really performing well. Because I think by that time it would have it'd be starting to click. And then in following seasons with the right recruitment, 
And there's no reason why we, we, we can't be out there competing. I don't think at the moment, I mean, I watched the games yesterday. I watched Liverpool, Newcastle, uh, watched West Ham on, and Brighton. And I don't normally watch other games, but this weekend I did. I don't think there's a lot of difference between the teams in, in from, say, second to about sixth or seventh. Yeah. You know, uh, I know that makes my, my mid-table prediction out the window, but... Lack, lack of Europe a factor in that one? Well, you this know, is it. We're all talking about Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle and, 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 and well, aren't they going to go going to go well? Well, they should have beaten Liverpool yesterday and they didn't. And they, they're going to be involved in the Champions League this season, which, let's face it, they've really, really struggled hard to get into it. So they, they ain't going to be giving up on that. So they're going to be playing their strong teams in the Champions League. So, yeah, there's, there's you know, an Arsenal in the Champions League, you know. So, these teams that are, that are, are rivals, I, I think, I don't think there's a lot of a lot between from second to down to about seventh or eighth. Um, so, there's no reason why we can't do better than my mid-table prediction. But I just, just think that it's it's easy to, to, feel, to feel really, really confident after three games. But, you know, uh, we, as I said earlier, we expect, I expected us to win at Bournemouth. Uh, Brentford, uh, a point was what I hoped for. I actually hoped for a point against Man United at the time, but we got we got the win. Uh, so yeah, I think I think realistically, I, I said actually I said at the start if if we get a European football place, a Europa League place, I think Ange has done incredibly well in his his first season at Tottenham. Uh, yeah. Because we've seen to forget. I mean, we're all really happy at the moment. We've seen to forget how much of a disarray. We were in uh, at the end of last season, and how hopeless it looked. Uh, and, and you know, so that's why I'm, I'm thinking that if we get in that top six, uh, then that's an amazing job. I think that he's done in his first season. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. What about you, Mark? Top five is Champions League. I think five, fifth is, mm. is 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 too much for us this season. Uh, I would be quite upset, certainly in the cup games, and, and you know if we didn't play a strong team in all of the cup games and, mm. and you need a bit of luck there, you know, last season, that Sheffield United game playing a weakened team in that was unforgivable really. So if that was to happen this season, I cannot believe Andrew would be playing a weakened team in terms of the league. I thought we'd score a lot of goals. I'm like you. I thought we'd concede a lot of goals, uh, but I think we'll score a hatful regardless. And you've always got a chance if you're scoring goals, I think, it's all sunshine and rainbows at the moment. It's not going to be like that forever. Mm. Every team has a bad period. It's how quickly you bounce back and how many bad periods you have. So it's, and it's going to be how we cope with this squad in terms of, you know, the, the uh, uh, African nations and injuries and all of this. Uh, but you never know with, you know, week weekend to weekend rather than weekdays in the middle as well. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if we did sneak a fifth, place i think we won't i think it'll be sixth or seventh and uh, as soon as harry kane left and lost that cup final i've put a bet on spurs to win the fa cup and the league cup because i'm me too me too Uh, (laughs) what do you think Ange can achieve with us this season league and cup wise um you're right about the sheffield united game i went to that bloody game so Um, although I don't want to go heart back on that. We should have beaten Sheffield United with the team we put out and the changes they made, but that's another story. Um, Poster Coglu, um, I, I, like you, I said sixth or seventh is what I predicted, whether Kane stayed or left. And I'll be happy with that. Um, but I actually think we could go higher. I'm um, just seeing that was the start of the season before I saw us kick a ball. 
I think the you can tell when players are bought into something or not. Yeah. Um, and you can tell there's like under Pochettino when everyone was there was togetherness about the mm. team and they were enjoying what they're doing. I, 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 that kind of thing can, you know, we sit with Newcastle last season and on paper, Newcastle, you know, they had they got some very good players, but they've also got some very average players. But there's a there was a um, a togetherness. They were all going in the right direction. They were all fighting for something. Um, I think we could do that, and I think we could. I think we could finish in the top four or five. Uh, I'll stick with my prediction of sixth and seventh, but I would not be surprised if we went higher than that because I think we we've got good enough players to do that. Um, so look, I always say it. I would rather a cup than finishing in the top four anyway. Um, yeah. I think I've I've changed it. I think when Conte came in, I said, no, I, I think we need to get back in the Champions League to keep Kane. But mm-hmm. for me, the best moments as a fan that I've had was when I was in the stadium when we beat Leicester 1-0 in the Worthington Cup final, when we yeah, beat Chelsea yeah. 2-1, yeah, when we beat Chelsea 2-1, yeah. um, Woodgate scored. They're the best moments. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah. Running out the stadium, seeing my mates, going back down to Tottenham, drink when I was drinking back in them days, going into the pubs. They're the moments that you remember. You don't remember. I do remember coming top four when we beat Man City in the Etihad when Kraut scored, and it was fantastic. But since then, it's like, oh, yeah, got top four. Are we going to win the Champions League? Probably not. We got to one final. Who cares? I want to win cups, mate. I'm in this to, you know, and I'm sick of, like, getting bantered, saying, oh, where are the trophies and all this crap. Right? Yeah. We need to win a cup. I don't care if it's the League Cup. I didn't care if we were back in the Conference League and we win the Conference League. Give me what West Ham had last season. Yeah. I would take that. I would did take you hear that. Did you hear their fans yesterday? No. They're, they're, they're uh, yeah, champions of Europe, they were singing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they, 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 they're yeah. going to live with them, but that would live with them. Yeah, that's, the exactly. first, that's the first trophy West Ham have won in my lifetime. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's the first trophy they've won in my life, but now they're bantering us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so and I don't blame them. Like that's a massive thing. That 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 mem- I mean, all I all I've been in the stadium for is two two trophies, two two league cups. I've been to many other finals with Tottenham, I've been to the Champions League final, <laughs> see us lose. Mm. But I've been to more finals where we've lost than we've won. And I'm fed up of it. I want to go and see us win yeah. things. I don't, I don't care if it's the league cup. Yeah, um, I- we need to win. Yeah, I, I I think we'll win a cup. I just as soon as he lost that <laughs> that final cane. Uh, Chris, <laughs> be honest, mate. We say that every single season. We yeah, say every but, season. Well, this is it. I mean, you we're gotta all, have a bit of positivity. All... Otherwise, what's the point? I we're know, all... mate. But we do, don't we? We say it every season. We're all cockatoo now, aren't we? All cockatoo. I can imagine this time next Monday. Oh, geez. I thought the team they put out against Fulham and we lost to It Fulham. could be tomorrow, Brad. We we went to, yeah, went to Burnley and oh, just, oh what's going on? So, you know. But I, I think as well, in terms of the league, there's no uh, uh, expectation really. And Ange has already come out and said, I love that. Uh, yeah, I no expectation well. yeah. under Conte. There was serious expectation because of what Conte yeah. has done. Same with Mourinho, wins everywhere. Uh, when Poch came in, there wasn't really a huge amount of expectation, exactly, and then we obviously exactly. gone up. Not none really, and 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 none really with Ange, and and that was before that was before when we had Kane as well. Now we've lost Kane. There's seriously no expectation. So I, I think he, he, yeah, we'll obviously have a bad patch, obviously. Uh, 
but it's how, how you negotiate that. But in, in terms of the cup is next, uh, Brad, how do you think we'll line up? For me, I think it would be exactly the same. Uh, it's Tuesday. Uh, and then I think we play Burnley on Saturday. So there's a four-game gap there. Mm. We've obviously had the early game on Saturday and then we play on Tuesday. So it's worked out not too bad but, in that I... respect. So Madison got taken off. Basuma got yeah, taken yeah. off. Udogi as a... Uh, uh, precaution got taken off of a Charleston got taken off as well. Uh, I think it'll be as strong a side as he can manage, barring a few maybe niggles or, or tiredness. Yeah, he, he and really go for it. He said in the press conference, in the embargo press conference, he said that uh, Rickarlison will play. He said he might have to make a few a few little changes and that, but he said I'll put out a team that I I think will win the game. You know, I know that's a cliche, and all managers will say that, but. But he, he said, oh, I want to I want to win it. I want to win. So I, I don't think we'll see a situation. He's won everywhere, they... hasn't he? Uh, yeah. Australia, exactly. Australia I... Japan, yeah. Scotland. He's won everywhere. And he's never really been fancied as a manager at most of those no. clubs. And he's ended I, up I... proving all of the doubt is wrong everywhere. And I think tomorrow, tomorrow night's a very big test, actually, for what our reserve strength is like if he does make changes. Yeah. Uh, we've got decent players in our, in our, you know, on our bench. We know that, but whether they can have the same impact as, as your Madisons and your Basumas, I, I don't know. Uh, so it'd be very interesting playing at Fulham. Fulham aren't, aren't mugs. It'd be interesting what team Fulham put out as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's an, it, it'd be interesting. It'd be more interesting for me because I'm actually going. I actually managed to get a ticket for tomorrow, oh, so right. so I can go. I can go after work. I can literally leave the office in Hammersmith and walk to the ground. So, so oh, that's, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. It'll be very interesting. I, I will be very, very disappointed if we, we get knocked yeah. out tomorrow, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, I, I do believe it's extra time and penalties, isn't it? I think in it goes this, to penalties. Oh, go straight yeah. to penalties, I think. Yeah. But does it go straight to penalties? Or I do you have so. Well, it certainly did last season. Yeah. Remember when I, we played Chelsea and went straight to penalties? I'm pretty sure that's the rule now. I think yeah. when it gets to the semi-final, maybe it doesn't. I can't remember yeah. that. Actually, yeah. But, yeah, I think in these rounds it goes straight to pens. Yeah. I mean, well, what do you think, Mark, in terms of the lineup and how the game will go uh, tomorrow? What I'm liking so far, I'm getting like Poch vibes in the sense that I never, fe- never felt, always felt rather, sorry, uh, if we were losing one nil or one goal, we'd ha- we'd get a chance at the end under Conte. Twenty minutes mm. in, we go one nil down. Well, I might as well go to the pub then because this one's over. <laughs> uh, under under Ange. There's always chances here because we will be trying to create chances. Yeah. And we'll be on the front foot. I, I think that we will see changes. And I don't think... Because I think he has... He, you have to keep a squad happy. This is the problem mm. as well, isn't it? It's not about, um, you know, just making changes. I think he has to keep the squad happy. Uh, there was rumours that the Celso was a bit annoyed that he was promised some minutes and he hasn't got them, although he came come on the other day. Um, so I think you've got to start him if he's staying. Um, I think we'll go strong, Chris, but I think we will see some changes, to be honest yeah. with you. I think we will see, see some changes. Who will be the changes that you think? Uh, Lacelso coming in, maybe? Lacelso will come in for Madison. Uh, I think Skip will probably come in and maybe Coy, but I think maybe we'll see a complete change in midfield. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, at the back, Again, it all depends on what is happening with transfers out. Because if if the rumours are true that Sanchez is off, you probably mm. don't start him. Because one, he could be cup tied. Then if he's staying in England, there's there's talk of him going yeah. to Forest. 
Um, there's talk of Dyer going to Fulham, so you wouldn't play him either. So you may see Romero and Van der Ven both start. Um, Doji, if he did take it, he did take a knock, didn't he? Do you put Davis in there for him? I think. I think Emma, I'll put Emerson in because I would start with Poro again against Burnley away. Um, but you don't want to mess around with this. Is the problem? Like mm-hmm. I, I'd keep, be trying to keep, keep it. As, yeah, I I'd be trying to keep, keep it as, as as much as you can, and then uh, yeah, I don't think yeah, he will. Goals Chris. up and then put your, your yeah. Yeah, I don't think he will though, because I think not because he doesn't want to win it, but because he wants to keep the squad happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the this is the delicate balancing act that you, you have to do now. As and all te- all teams do it. It's not just Tottenham. Like no. it, all mm. all teams will, will change it around. I think Fulham will will make a lot of changes because I think they've not had a very good start to the season. Um, and surviving in the Premier League is much more important than going far in this cup. Um, so I expect us to win, but I do expect a fair number of changes. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have a feeling Basuma and Madison will be on, be on the bench, as you, as you, as you put it out. Yeah. Uh, I think if it wasn't a premiership tie and certainly an away one, I think you might have seen a few changes. I think Fulham away, regardless of what their start's been, it's not going to be an easy game at all. So... I wouldn't be surprised to see if it's a fairly 75 up to 100% full strength side. I'd like uh, to see that, Chris. I would love to see that because I think as well, the fact that we don't have Europe, um, we haven't got... And, it's, and it's four, we get a four-day vest and, and, yeah. and no extra time. So it's a 90-minute game and a, a mm. bit of a penalty shootout if it comes to that. So And we did miss a game was... in pre-season, didn't we? We didn't have a great pre-season. So, you know, we need to get up to fitness. So I'd like to see... A full yeah, strength. I just don't think that we will because I think you'll need yeah. to keep players happy that are not playing games. Yeah, be very he more, or less, he more or less alluded to that, didn't he, when he brought Perro in for the Man United game? Said he, he wanted to see other players, didn't he? Yeah, he said, I want to give game time to other players. So it's almost like he's sort of treating the first few games as pre season as well. So, mm. you know, but uh, yeah, I think you'll see Pursuma. I mean, Pursuma and Madison on the bench, you can bring them on with 10 minutes to go. I don't know what Madison's like as a penalty taker, but then if you're looking at penalties, you know, bring your penalty takers on. So, but yeah, it, it's, it's. Well, I think if it went to penalties mm. and Madison was on the pitch, Madison would be saying, I want to take a penalty. I don't think yeah. it would be, can you take a penalty? For I, think, I think he'd yeah. be saying, yeah, I want a penalty. Yeah. He wants the responsibility, dead ball situations, and yeah. But I, don't, I, think, I, don't he, think, I think he'll be our penalty taker, to be honest with you, in, in, in the Premier League. Yeah, it's not yeah. Son. No, I think it'd be. I hope it's Madison. I do as well because he's in my fancy football team. <laughs> yeah, he's in mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, okay, last thing before we kind of uh, finish. Uh, again, Anthony asked about uh, uh, getting a striker. The rumor at the moment, transfer window, is Brennan Johnson. Uh, we were talking about this off stage because it was on Sky Sports News just before we went on. Uh, Nottingham Forest aren't entertaining anything under 50 million, which presumably puts us out of the running. Uh, <laughs> we ain't going to be spending that. Talk of uh, Sanchez going as a kind of makeshift and then getting Brennan Johnson for a little bit uh, cheaper than 50 million. Uh, but start with you, Mark. Uh, uh, thoughts on Brennan Johnson coming in? Does he suit our system? W- would you want him there? And who else would you want in positions and, and personnel and out? Uh, for me, Dyer has to go out. Uh, whether he will or not, I don't know. Uh, Fulham, I'd be driving him there. Brad, if you can uh, do the honours and take him to your work and then walk him down to Hammersmith tomorrow, <laughs> that'd be wonderful. Uh, but yeah, Mark, uh, Brennan Johnson coming in, yay or nay? And who else would you like to see come in in the next 
what is it, three days and who out? Quite a few questions there. Um, Brennan Johnson, uh, yeah. You've known no. me for a long time, Mark. You know I waffle on and ask more, more questions than Magnus. Question, ask ask <laughs> is yeah. even no questions or 10 in a row? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been very good at that part recently. <laughs> um, so, Brennan Johnson, for me, on a personal level, it's a nay. It's a nay. I don't want Brennan Johnson. But, again, apparently... Postacogli wants him, so it's a yay because we've got to get who the manager wants. I mean, for me, it seems like a madness because we don't need more wingers. I'm quite comfortable with the wingers that we have. Um, but listen, I I, I I take a massive L because I didn't want Postacogli. Like, I didn't want no, him anywhere yeah, near exactly. him. So I know nothing <laughs> about football because I didn't want this guy. So, you know... There's only one or two else... others, but Ian Meth was the real, real one who pushing the Postacoglu thing. Mm. And literally everything that's happened with Postacoglu is what Ian said would happen, mm. although Ian has said... Aussie, he is Aussie surprised. Paul as well. Yeah, yeah, although what Ian has said, he is surprised that it's happened this quickly. But everything mm. that he said would happen with Postacoglu has happened so kudos to Ian there and he's the only person I know that was really banging the drum Paul Paul Bateman the Hotspur hippie was was always on about um, I I, I don't know him but yeah I'm with you Mark but then (laughs) I didn't want Pochettino (laughs) what the bloody hell do I I know Uh, exactly and I wanted Conte I was delighted mate I was delighted when we got Conte I was like this is this is brilliant this is it we've done it so I know very little. So if if they decide that well, if Postacoglu is happy, then that's where the area that he wants to go down. Then I will get behind it. But it's not for me. I would rather see us go. Oh, so, you know, for me, like when you're in this position and when you see like how we've started the season and you, you see how it's brought everyone together. The fans are, you know, they're still discontent against. Levy and Enik, and I totally get that, and I'm on board with that now. I, I, I think they're a bloody disgrace, but I'm not going to go on about that. But what they should be doing now is thinking, right, we've got something here. Yeah, mm. you know, Richarlison's not started the season well. Yes, put a bit of pressure on him. Let's go and just, I don't know who, Chris, I don't know who, but we've seen with Saudi Arabia, if you pay the money, you get the player. We could go and get a very, very good number nine if we really wanted to. We could go and get someone. I don't know, Lautaro Martinez, for example. Just throwing that out there. If you really want him, if Chelsea really wants someone, they go and get them. They go and just get it done. We never do it, and that's the problem. Mm. Um, but saying that, we know it's not going to happen because we say all this stuff all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, it's pointless me even saying it. So, but if that's who Postacoglu is identified, and that's who he really wants, then I'll get behind it, mate. And and in terms of players going out. I mean, Larice has got to go. He wants to go anyway, so he needs to go. Yeah. Dyer needs to go. Um, Sanchez can go if we've got someone else coming in. Um, but even still, I'd probably keep hold of him because I'd, I'd rather get rid of Tanganga. But then you've got to start thinking about homegrown. Um, and I counted, and I think I counted, we've got seven homegrown at the minute, and that could be another reason why Brennan, because you need eight. Mm. I could be wrong on that, but I, I had a quick skim of the squad earlier on today and had a quick look. Um, so, we must have eight. We've got a squad of about five hundred and forty-two, haven't we? Well, you know, this is the thing. You, you can, you can, you we can. Must have at least eight. 
Yeah, let's go through quickly. Brad, while you're there, Brad, Brad, have a quick look, mate. Go on the website and have a quick look. I've actually, I've actually got the, uh, I've actually got the match program for Man United. There you we, go. We've obviously got Skip. We've got oh, Skip. Well, you got Forster. You've got Forster in, uh, as one homegrown, yeah, and you've, Mad- then you've Madison. got Tanganga. Oh, would you believe it? They don't put the bloody flags on anymore. They just put flags on it. So we've got Forster, Tanganga, Dyer, but Dyer doesn't class. Davis. Madison. Um, and then Dyer, Skip, Madison, Sessignon, Forster, Sessignon, Spence, Tanganga. Spence is going to go. I, I think, think Solomon is home grown, isn't he? I think no, no, no. Uh, it's, it's six or I seven. Think David, I think Davis is now classed as home grown. Davis is classed as home grown in the Premier League, not in yeah. Europe. And Dyer no, is actually classed as home grown. Ashley Phillips is too young, so I think he's yeah. under... I'll just read them off the, off the, off the programme. Yeah. Brandon Austin, Alfie Whiteman, Dane Schuyler, Alfie Devine is, is gone anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, it's and eight. Never... It is eight, because I counted yeah. up. So I, I think that no, we can... Eight, we've got seven. But got so seven. with foreign players, you can if they're under 21, you can class them as under 21s, can't you? I yeah. Think. yeah. yeah. In, the, in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Europe can be a conversation for next summer potentially. Yeah, at yeah, this moment in time, yeah. it's irrelevant. So I can we get rid of? Can we get rid of? You know, we can't really afford to be getting rid of um, British homegrown players mm. because we haven't got the. We we need eight, and we've only got seven from my counting. And again, forgive me if I'm wrong, but from what I counted, we've only got seven um, who qualify at the minute. So we need if Brennan Johnson come in. That mm. would make eight. But Dyer doesn't matter because he was sporting Lisbon. He's not considered homegrown. Yeah. But if you got rid of Tanganga, you've then got to bring in a Tosin. That would, you know, that would be a homegrown. That covers it. Um, so these are all the we've got fucking four days, mate. Like what the hell? It's, to, it's, to figure it's, out. Why do we do this? Like why one thing never changes, do it? Yeah, no. never changes. No. But, I, I, what I, would you I, do, what? Brad? Because from speaking to Ian. Pace on the wings is what Ange plays, and Brennan John- Johnson has pace. Uh, yeah, for me, fifty million for him, I think, is is quite a lot of money. Uh, I want, I still want a, a quality centre back in Tap Sober, someone like that. Uh, people are saying, uh, in terms of striker Vlahovic, he wants Champions League football, so he's never mm. coming. Uh, I think even like if, if, like Mark said, if we splash the cash at him, it's just well, you're not in Champions League, not bothered. Uh, Juventus but, aren't either, are they? No, but Juventus are a far bigger team than us. I they would are, say. but we pay a lot more money, Chris. But anyway, yeah, yeah that's a fair point. Yeah, I mean, I think, perhaps I think, over, I think... I'd have. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, what would you do, Brendan? Brennan Johnson, yes or no? And who else in and who else out for you? Well, Brennan Johnson, I believe, is quite versatile. He can play on a wing as a, as a sub striker and that sort of thing. And as 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 Mark says, if, if an Ange apparently has given the go ahead. That if we can, get, we can sort something out with him, we'll we'll get that. The only thing that worries me is that, well, one thing I don't think we'll pay fifty million. I mean, that's definitely not going to happen. No, uh, which suggests that they might do a player plus cash deal. And what does worry me, I agree that Sanchez has to go. He's one of the old guard that have been responsible for us losing goals. But if you sell Sanchez in a make shift deal to get Brendan Johnson, then you'll start with players like Dyer. And yeah, yeah, one that thing the one thing Sanchez has got is pace, and and he did reasonably well in, in the, when he came on against Brentford. He did reasonably he did pretty well against Barcelona as well. Yeah, but we are talking about Sanchez that's been at the club for five, six, seven years, 
that has made errors. So, you know, you, 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 I, I'm not want to put my hopes on him being our, our backup, but you, you know, you don't want to hear it Tara's backup either. So, yeah, that does worry me. So I think we need to bring in some sort of centre-back. I've got a feeling it might be someone like Longley. I think they might go back in for him, um, which I oh, good totally God, don't, agree, no. don't agree with. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, a centre-back. I, I, not so much we need a striker, but we need a forward. We need a goal-scoring player. And I think this, this gift or ban, I mean, I've been caught up in all the, you know, the razzmatazz about him as well. Uh, but I think that seems to have gone off the off the table now, doesn't yeah. it? We don't seem to be interested in him any, anymore. But uh, we should go and yeah. get the highest goal scorer in Belgium, Vincent Janssen. Well, <laughs> he actually is. He's got more goals than Gift Orban, which is, is he really. Yeah. Oh so my word. This is the thing. So you know. Yeah. He wasn't a bad striker, you know. I don't think he's just he's playing second fiddle to Harry Kane, who's a Spurs legend. Was one of the greats when he was there mm. it's pressure oh. he, he was only 21 he, he's possibly a striker like Defoe was who needs game time to get his confidence up and was never going to get that game time no but I don't think he was ever good that he he spent after he left us he spent the majority of his career in Mexico now he's playing in Belgium Chris he broke his leg or ankle or something like that yeah. didn't he as well but I don't, well, I don't think it, he was a bad striker Four days in the window, I mean, in, to fill the window shut. So, I mean, you can only see panic deals now, can't you, really? You know, you it, it took we'll us what? Do you think anyone? Uh, or get rid of anyone? Do, I, or, I, do you think I, there'll yeah, be any business? I, I, I think the Brendan Johnson one will go on right until deadline day and then it will be like one minute to midnight and it's, oh, we've agreed we'll to terms now. But, you know, <laughs> I think we'll too get late. It. Yeah. Uh, I'm not that... We haven't heard anything apart from Regalon being linked with Man United. I haven't heard any more, more about players. I haven't, I haven't heard that one. The only links yeah, I've heard with yeah, him are, are the Spanish and, team. And, and for that matter, Hoiberg being linked with Man United as well, which I, I find mm. a bit strange. Yeah, I didn't see that, but yeah. Uh, but at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, Postacoglo's got to pick 25 players for his squad. Anyone out of that squad, if you haven't been sold or on loan or whatever, then, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised players aren't trying to leave. Loris was apparent. I thought he was going to Lazio, but they couldn't offer first team football, so he said no. Uh, but he ain't going to play here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it wouldn't be a bad to have as a kind of goalkeeping coach, I guess. But Undumbele, uh, uh, Postacoglu has pretty much said, "Get out." He's still yeah, he's, 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 he's still he's, here. Five, like five who, players, isn't he? But, but he's, if you're, you're yeah. well-renowned for being someone with a bad attitude and, and we're presumably with Levy saying we want this amount of money, you've got bad attitude, it's either going to be... They're either going to be loans again, which we... we in a year's time, we're back to square one because we've still got them and we mm. end up losing them all for free in, in two, three years. You've got to take hits on these players. If the manager doesn't want them in, Get rid of them, come what may. Get rid of them. Yeah, we're, you know, we're making all this money from this mm. F1 go karting. Beyonce playing two gigs, Guns and Roses, Lady Gaga, Tyson Fury, Robbie Williams, all of this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just get rid of them. And and Undombele can't stay at Spurs. Uh, we've had three managers now who've said his attitude is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he's still here. Just just get rid of him. And and. If if no one wants him, rip the contract up. Yeah, well, you've that, lost that, money. Yeah, option, you've lost it? money and that's all of that. Yeah. But you're gonna. 
I, I just don't understand it. Like, I mean, it's fair, it's fair on the player as well to rip the contract out because then that, that leaves them as a free agent and go and yeah. do what they want. But uh, I, I can't see a lot of everyone's going to ask me loads of action. I personally can't see much happening in the next three or four days. Uh, maybe the Brendan, as I said, Brendan Johnson one that will go and go and go and go and go and then it will end up too late anyway. Uh, we haven't been linked with any defenders apart from Soisin, who, who, who I can't say his name, but apparently he wants to go to Monaco anyway. Yeah. So, uh, and then the other the other deal is uh, I think Longley, but apparently Barcelona have got another forward, haven't they? Or something that they Stop saying Longley. I don't want it. Don't get me wrong. I, 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 don't, I, don't, yeah. I mean, him coming in is just him coming in is just as bad as Undombele staying for me. I, I prefer it to Eric Dyer. I must admit, you know. I, and yeah, I don't just, get me wrong. I, I, I think a lot of the hate that's shown against Eric Dyer is is, is totally reprehensible. But he's not. A, he's not he's good enough to play for Tottenham now. So he's got to go. And I, you know, so I'd prefer Longley in there than Eric Dyer if, if I had the choice. But no, I agree with you on that, Bruce. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, they, they got this forward at Barcelona because they got to offload some players in the way for haven't they? Who's sorry? Fatty. All right. Is that what you're saying? Ansu Fatty at Barcelona? It might, it might be. It might be. Um, We've been linked with him, yeah. Yeah. So maybe there might might be a deal there, but yeah, I, I can't see much much happening. Um, yeah, I, I think usually we, as if we left it too late. I mean, it took us three months to get a defender. You know, yeah. so I, th- I think we'll sign Brennan Johnson or we won't sign anyone. And outs will just be loans because mm. we want too much money. I think we'll get two. I think we'll get Johnson and Tosin. That's why. I, I mean, that would be good. I mean, like you say, Mark, I, I'm not that 50 million for uh, Johnson. But if Postacoglu wants him and he fits in his mm. team, then that's what you employ a manager for, surely, isn't it? You yeah. get the players that he wants. Uh, Tosin would be all right. I, I think I think we need a, and I don't know who out who's out there, but I think I think we need a goal scoring, a fox in the box type, a goal scoring forward yeah. uh, like you I'd like to have seen you said before like Orbit I know, I know we yeah. all jumped on the bandwagon on it but yeah. why not take if, we, if we're supposedly going after the you know we're going on data and all of that kind of stuff he's mm. got great numbers isn't he so you would yeah. think yeah. 21 years of age if you and, want and to take it, it, it's, it's something different as well yeah, it's I like would like him. Yeah. I mean, you, I don't see why we can't go again. It's getting rid of the players that we've left it all to mm. the last bloody minute. But if you got rid of a load of players, say we got rid of nine players, we could bring in Johnson, Orbin, and a defender. Yeah, we should be doing yeah. that. That's what we should be doing. We should yeah. be bringing in a backup to return. Actually, I don't see why we need a winger. But if that's again, if, if that's the man Poster Comedy wants, then we get Johnson. But we also go and get Gift Orbin, and we go and get a defender. Mm. That's that'd what we should be, be doing. Nice. Yeah, you know. <laughs> What I can't understand is, is you know, not so much of people like Vecchion and all that, but next summer, it's the Euros. So these players who aren't going to be playing, Postacoglu said, you're not in my team. Yeah. Surely they're, they're out going, oh, please sign me because I want to get into whatever my well, European nationality team is. Like, I, mean, I don't know what the Copa Chris. America is, but... Um, it's it, With Dyer, I mean, look, Dyer got back into the England squad mm. um yeah. because he was playing well under Conte to begin with in that back three so there's no reason why he couldn't go to another team and be revitalized and and, and earn a spot um in yeah. the euro I mean I, I'm not a massive fan but you know 
we have we're not yeah. we're not great at centre back for in the England national team, unfortunately. Mm. So and and clearly Southgate likes him, and he's you know a professional player and he speaks well and he knows the squad. He's good friends with the England captain. Um, he could go to another club and go to the Euros. Why would you yeah. want to sit around when you've not even made the yeah. bench for them? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Eric Eric Dyer hasn't made the bench in one game, has he this season? No. So. Yeah. And that tell, I mean, that tells you a lot about, yeah. about the players that he wants. So, yeah, I, I, I don't understand. I th- something will happen in a transfer window. Maybe not with us, but some something will happen. I, I, Maguire will go somewhere. Yeah, Maybe not us. But uh, I, I, I think I, I, my, my prediction is, and I'm not very, I'm not optimistic when it comes to Levy and Enik and everything else. But I actually think it is going to be a busy. It will be a busy few days for us, ins and outs. It has to be. Yeah. It has to. It has yeah. to be. Yeah, I, th- I think Johnson will end up coming. I think we'll I just do. end up doing what uh, Forrest want. And it, with all due respect to Nottingham Forest, his head has possibly been turned. You know, a, a team who were in the Champions League and in Europe. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, we've got to get players out. And players have got to want to go out. You know, I mean, Hugo Lloris, French captain. Surely he's no, he's retired. The... He's retired, Chris. Oh, he? International, yeah. Oh, well, right. what do you do with a, what do you do with a player like Larice that's had you just just let him go for free? That's what you do. Yeah, that's a respectful yeah. thing you do for players that have been at the club for such a long time, such a loyal yeah. servant. You say, well, we won't ask for a fee for you. You go and find a club. You know. Yeah, yeah. But players no, like Dombele, yeah. you just whip it up and go and get out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if if his attitude is that bad, which seemingly it is, because Postacoglu, like Dyer, hasn't even stuck him anywhere near the bench so same with Spence apparently his attitude is 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 not well good. he's been linked with Leeds and he Spence has been linked with Leeds yeah. and apparently other clubs are interested but again another loan deal so yeah. but it goes to what you said Mark about you know Brennan Johnson Postacoglu wants him in he's obviously wanting these players out to so get them out he wants yeah. them out get rid of them he's yeah. got no use for them uh but we'll see in the next three days it's kind of reached the end now there's not a huge amount more to talk about otherwise it's just speculation which we don't know we don't know uh but what we do know seven points out of nine we're loving big Ange instead uh, <laughs> everything is rosy at tottenham it, it will come off at some point the wheels will come off at some point but until then we haven't had much to cheer about in recent years so we might as well carry on cheering about it. uh and yeah, thanks to everybody for watching, everyone for your comments. Please hit the like, subscribe, notification bell, all that good stuff. Head over to Chris's Magic, Wednesday, 7.30pm UK time as well. One trick or tutorial a week drops then. And head over to Blue Sofa Songs, Brad's channel. Uh, what can people expect? Uh, just I'm a, a, a songwriter or trying to be a songwriter. So I, I literally play all the, music, all the instruments, play guitar, bass, uh, I don't play drums, whatever drum loop, keyboards, and I just record them on on a multi-track sort of setup, and put a video with them and uh, a song every. Well, at the moment, every because I'm working now, the fourth Friday of every month. So there's one out there at the moment, and uh, yeah, it's just me trying to to write music. It's uh, my 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 big passion in life, uh, as, as obviously as well as following Spurs. Uh, it is totally unfootball related. Uh, so yeah, if you if you like music, if you like uh, guitar-based music, pop-based music, or rock-based music, or punk-based music, or whatever you want to call it, then uh, please check my uh, channel out. It'd be really, really good. And thanks, Chris, again oh, no for giving me the opportunity. And, uh, and and check out... I always do this the wrong way, don't I? 
<laughs> Chris's channel as well. Uh, try and work out how he does the tricks. Uh, they're very, very good. Uh, just it's just something different. Just something different from on, you know what's going on in football, the football yeah. world. So, and also where whatever Mark is. Uh, his latest thing is uh, uh, subscribe to Mark as well. Yeah, it's a fantastic channel, Blue Sofa Song. So make sure you check out. It's in the description, the link in the description. But so is Brad's uh, Twitter handle, and you'll be able to find the description on there. Uh, Mark, anything going on with Raw Emotion Podcast, or is that kind of uh, still on hold for the? Um, I know it's obviously difficult because it was all. Uh, reactions as and when the game is happening but when you're at the game and one of the yeah. isn't then it's quite difficult yeah i mean i've not spoken to mac for is he still alive do you know if you yeah i did actually see him in the shakhtar game but i, I didn't, <laughs> didn't catch him come back to his seat but no uh we're still mates but yeah just we don't yeah it is hard um i just think when i mean for me personally the way we did it was good but I like to just watch the games, you know what I mean, as well. And it's it's not always easy to do that when you're thinking about what to say and, and all that. But we may bring it back. I don't know. We've just not spoken about it, to be honest, mate. It was, it's nothing. Yeah. Um, and I've got no other skills. Like, I don't fucking sing. Or play the <laughs> or the guitar, or I can't do magic. So I've got no other chat. I've got nothing else going. I talk a bit about Tottenham and, and swear a little bit. And, um, you know, Mac was a comedian. Mac should have a, a comedian channel or something. But, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> So I've got nothing going on, so I'll come on a little bit more this season, if that's all right, Chris. And yeah, uh, absolutely, welcome any chat some uh, uh, rubbish on here, well. and uh, yeah, but, um, no, nothing yeah. really going on. Uh, but you can check out Mark, uh, Mark's Twitter handle is on there. It's also in the description as well, so you know you'll get his views on the Spurs games uh, via X. Again, it's I called Twitter. Really I'm not X. calling it X. X is a lot of nonsense. No. It's Twitter and will forever be Twitter, yeah, regardless absolutely. of what that lunatic calls it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, thanks to Brad. Thanks to Mark. Always welcome on. Always great guests. Thanks to everybody for watching and involved in the chat. Please hit the like, subscribe, notification bell. Let's hope we can beat Fulham on Tuesday. Uh, Friday lunch out on Friday, 12.30pm. We'll be discussing that and a preview for the Burnley game. So we'll see you there. But as always, and we can say this with a bit more enthusiasm mm. now, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs> Thanks so much for watching, for everybody who joined in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please leave a like and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Also, please hit that notification bell. That will give you a notification every time we're about to go live. And it's all completely free. For those who missed the live show, you can catch this whenever you want on Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube channel. Please also hit the like, subscribe and notification bell. And everybody, please leave feedback, comments, suggestions in the comments section on the YouTube videos. For those of you who listen to the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anyone who wants that audio podcast, you can pick that up wherever you get your podcast from. We're back Mondays, 7.30pm UK time and Fridays, 12.30pm UK time. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter at Elms Tottenham, Instagram, Let's Talk Tottenham podcast, the information there anyone who wants something a little bit different also do a magic show so i do one trick a week which drops wednesday 7 30 p.m uk time chris's magic on youtube is where you'll find that but in the meantime come on you spurs <laughs>